You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Mob Wives After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Mob Wives After Show. <laughs> Thing is for doing, and we're here doing another episode of the Mob Wives After Show, season three, episode seven. And I'm your host, Erica Vieira, and I am joined here by the wonderful and lovely Roxy. Hello. Okay, and my roommate's going to kill me, but she's on the couch. <laughs> Jenna Smith joining oh us tonight, but she doesn't have much to say. <laughs> just have to introduce her over there. Thanks, girl. Thanks. And I do have to start to show off just by saying, yeah, welcome. Welcome to Thank the couch. You. Um, Loving in, it. In your cute top. Um <laughs> I do have to start the show off by saying we did get a little bit of flack for not knowing all the facts. So I'm just going to throw that out there. I, we, we are huge fans of the show, Roxy and I, but we are missing a missing link tonight again, and that's KWOW. Okay, KWOW will be— And he's a true expert here on the show. We're going to have Sassy Gabby come back in. She'll be here next week. KWOW she, will she be in here it. in two weeks. Yeah. But it's hard, you know. Everybody's busy and working, and this is a show that— after Buzz covered, and we really wanted to stay covering, we so did. we jumped on the bandwagon. That being said, I'm now completely obsessed with the show. Yes. So for my lack of previous knowledge, I'll, I'll do everything I can to catch up in full. Yeah, and we're both huge, huge fans. Like, we're huge uh, super fans of the show. I love okay, all the women. I, I Facebooked this last night, but... Mob Wives and Sons of Anarchy, they're like yeah. the same show. I like that on Facebook. <laughs> I like And it. not only did you like it, but Steven commented on it, too. Yeah. So. I've never seen you, Sons you of Anarchy. You said that while I was watching season five. Okay, but I'm not caught up on Sons of Anarchy, so don't, don't no, tell No, no, I know. I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. But you said you posted that right as I finished watching like one of the episodes, and I was like, that is so creepy. Is, I, I've never even known anything about Sons of Anarchy. Except Mob Wives is, is it real. A, is so. it a reality show about women or no? Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. No, no. Oh, well then, it's that's got a why. lot. I was watching and I was thinking it was more like a television series of Grand Theft Auto. That's what it feels like to me. It's like The Sopranos with like, it's bikers. Script, it's scripted. Yeah, on, yeah, it's great. But anyway, Mob, cool. Wi- Mob Wives is equally as good, so let's yeah. talk about that. Yeah, very very good episode. Um, there was some interesting stuff that happened this episode. So we see the beginning of the episode with Big Ange. Um, kind of like giving... You know, she's there with like Dorita and they're all and Carla and they're all talking about Lee coming back. Okay, you last week talked about the fact that Lee doesn't want to be seen on camera. Yeah. So that's why we have to have this story be retold by Drita, which is so annoying because didn't you want to see Drita's reaction when she opens the door and Lee's standing at the door yeah. with her two kids? It would have been nice to see it, but I don't blame Lee for for not wanting to be on camera just because his wife or ex or whatever chooses to be on a reality show. I guess so, but I mean, I after everything he's done wrong, the worst thing he could do is be on film. 
you know, that's something I you have to respect. I know in some ways, like, it's interesting. I mean, I don't want to talk too much about myself, but I'm married. My husband would never in a million years, ever, 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 ever. Sign on to be in a reality show. Ever, ever, never. Not even, he wouldn't even do anything like this. Like, he's just such a private person. But would your husband go to jail for multiple years? No, but at the, (laughs) no, he wouldn't. But at the same time. So dealing with two different things. Yeah, but, but, but in some ways, just because someone chooses to put their life out there for the whole world to see doesn't mean that. You have to do it. Okay, but moving on to him, do you think that it would have been something that really... I mean, she didn't seem that pissed off. If I opened the door and my husband was standing with my two kids, and last time that I... Not the last time I saw him, but last time he was in my house, I found out he had cheated on me and that I broke up with him, and he's just standing there as if it's like his house, he owns the place with our kids, I would have fucking killed him. Hell to the knock. Hell to the... (laughs) Thank you. I mean, what I wanted to know in watching this is... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. They didn't explain the circumstances why he was there. I'm assuming he got off early or whatever, but they didn't give the details on that. It was just like, oh, there he is. So I would have wanted to know kind of the details. And yeah, I agree with Judah. Well, I mean, Judah acted kind of pissed, but at the end of the day, she was like, I'm just glad he's home. Right. And I feel like that's her attitude. Like she's acting like, oh, he's saying, why is this here? Why is that there? But I think in her heart and or at this moment in... Um, I think she's, she's glad he's there. Well, okay, so I'm just putting this timeline together because it's always confusing with the reality TV yeah. shows. Last week we saw Sandy, and the week before that, Drita went to go visit him at the prison. So mm-hmm. Sandy was, what? fact check, when was Sandy? I, Earlier in that month, obviously, but then the week before that she saw him, and this was around Thanksgiving, that this episode. Yeah. And she had said when she saw him last, it would be three months till she saw him again. So it was obviously a shorter amount of time, probably around a month. I'd say about a month, month and a half. That's what I would think. So he got out a little early and he just showed up, didn't feel like calling. Or do you think she made that up for TV? I don't know. That's a good point. You know, maybe It's just a weird thing to make up, though. Like, it just, it's not, I don't know. Maybe she did. I don't know. It just seemed weird. I feel like because you think she made it up? kind of because because she doesn't she's not allowed to be on TV and she needs to make the story more interesting. Obviously, the most interesting would be if we could see him come in. We see her the element of shock and she mm-hmm. walks in and she's all surprised and is like, "What the fuck? Get out!" Or she's like, "Oh my god, I missed you so much, baby. Come on in." But we couldn't but see that. But in that, that way, okay, if they were to actually air it, I would I would think that's fake. Really? Mm-hmm. Because that just seems so manufactured. For them both to be there, like, oh, my God. It just would seem fake to me. So I, I guess maybe, but I don't know. It just it took away a lot of the wow factor yeah. for me, the fact that we're hearing her retell this story. And she was doing the best she could with animation, and she's explaining, and she's talking with her hands, and so she's doing You would have liked gestures. to have seen it. Of course I would have liked to have seen yeah. it, but if I didn't see it, I mean, I wish I could be a fly on the wall so I could know if it was real because I find it very hard to believe that she opened the door and what? He still had a key from jail? Like, yeah. or did he knock on the door and the little kids, Giselle comes and gets the door, daddy? Well, like, like it sounds like the, the two girls were home, which is, that, that would, that's weird too. It's like and they the were weirded two, out by him, so they yeah. wouldn't have called their mom or anything like that. Like, that kind of surprises yeah. me. I see what you're saying. There seems to be a lot of holes in that story. Right. That aren't adding up. But, 
Well, anyways, during that conversation, though, something that I picked up that I liked was that (laughs) basically, like, Big Ange was, like, was, was almost giving Carla a hard time about not not holding on to her guy when he came home from jail, like Drita is trying to do with Lee. Okay, completely agree. Yeah. I love Big Ange, I but too. in this episode, I thought a lot, of, a lot of her advice was, like, really far off. Especially with that, I mean, your husband cheats on you, and Big Ange is like, you stick by your man. Yeah. Mm, that's not exactly work, but at the same time, she's like, yo, I'm going to take what's mine, I'm going to have the kids, I'm going to have all of this. So I just think she she doesn't really understand well, how to give advice. It's the culture, though. I mean, it's such the culture of, of being the woman, standing by your man, having that loyalty, being by him no matter what. And, and I I mean, I get the impression here that the women cheat, the men cheat on the women all the time. And it, it happens. I get that And the impression. women don't? I don't know if the women do. I mean, they don't. I no, I don't think so. It seems like the, the the women are very loyal, and the and and these are men, and they can do what they want, and we're here for them. That's the impression I get. The way someone like Big Ange is reacting, even some of the other women have reacted. But at the same time, and like Drita's like, you know, it it is what it is. But I mean, I think when it comes to it, it sucks for the women. Of course, it sucks. Their men's in jail. They're cheating on them. But when a wife, when a woman has a you know children with a man. You have to think about that, too. And I think in this circumstance with Drita, part of it is that let's see how he comes, like, out of jail. Let's have, let's try and play house. We've got the two kids. Let's try and make it work. Let's give it a shot. And I think that's what Big Ange was saying. Like, you didn't even, like, to Carla, you didn't even try and give it a shot. And I know, I, I mean, I know what you're probably going to say, but, like, I know that, like, yeah, it wasn't Carla's fault. Does she really have to sit there and play nice to this guy? No. But they're old-fashioned. No, like, I completely... family work. I get what you're saying, and I completely agree. What I'm saying seems hypocritical of Big Ange is the fact that later on in the episode, when she's talking about giving divorce advice, mm-hmm. she's saying, you get full custody, you keep the house, you figure it out, you take what's yours. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she's saying, stick by your man to one person, and to the next person, she's saying fight for full custody, you know, yeah. if you, you bring you bring everything home, you bring the money home, you get the kids, you get the house, you get whatever you want, fight tooth and nail. So I just feel like she, at some point, yeah. is like, you know, take your guy back in, even if he does wrong, but to somebody else, she's saying, if he does wrong, throw him the fuck out. Yeah. I mean, I see so what you're saying. It does confusing. seem a, a little, yeah, it does seem kind of, not hypocritical, but just seems like inconsistent. With her behavior, or right. inconsistent with what she's saying, and I think in some ways it's two different. It's two different things, though. Like, I think that with kind of giving the guy a shot, okay, he's back out of jail. Like, let him stay at the home. The gr- the girls have never had a chance to be around their father, or for Carlos because they haven't really had that chance. So give him a shot, and then and and then try and make it work. If it doesn't work, then yeah, keep everything. That's kind of the sense that I got from her, and in some ways it, it makes sense. I kind of, I somewhat agree a little bit, I have to say. I mean, I I don't know. It's hard to say how you'd react in that situation. So you you would definitely give Lee another chance? I would want to try. I know it'd be hard if he, if he cheats on you. But I when you think about the girls, when you think about your girls and, and you're, you have the kids with this guy, and I would, in some ways, I don't know, maybe. Maybe I'd want to give it a shot. Give it a shot. But if you were, but, but honestly, if you were to screw up, once after that, once he's home or goes back, to, I'd probably say no. We see. But Drita at this point, sorry to interrupt, but Drita no, at this good. point, basically, in some ways, 
has given him this is like his third shot because right. he already went back into jail. So I don't know. If I was in Drita's case, I don't know. I think it's Karen that says to Drita, you know, I've seen Lee and when he loves, he, he loves he hard. loves hard. Yeah, Karen did say And that. I think that's important to oh, it's so sweet, so endearing. <laughs> These mob wives, it's just like oh I love hard. <laughs> if you're a bird, I'm a bird. What the hell's that? If you're a bird, I'm a bird. It's from the notebook. Come on, get romantic. Oh, oh gosh, I yeah. feel like I'm not a woman right now yeah. if I don't know every quote from the notebook. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that totally went right over my head. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so it's important to know when, because obviously we don't know these characters, especially Lee, because we're not even allowed to see him yeah. on film. So you know, it's important to know when he loves. He loves hard, mm-hmm. and. We don't know. Were there drugs involved? Why was he cheating on her? What was going on? Was exactly. she being faithful to him? We yeah. don't know the don't full know. story, so I can't really judge. But at the same time, I know if it was me, you know, you don't cheat on somebody you're married to. No. That doesn't happen. No. And if you do, no. you're done. Yeah. And if you decide to give it a second chance, maybe you give it a second chance. And I if that fails, maybe a second. Maybe a second. But this, yeah, like you're saying, this is the third time. Mm-hmm. And But is it true? You know, everybody says once a cheater, always a cheater. Are there exceptions to the rule? Is Lee that exception? And she's got to find herself asking these questions. And are you willing to throw away your entire family just because of a rule that is set in place? But are you willing to make yourself miserable if you're proven wrong? Well, I think it's hard. It is hard. It is. It is hard. But I think the bigger question that everyone seems to be asking is not so much about him cheating on her as if he's going to end up going back to jail. That seems to be more of like what people are saying. Eh, let's hope he keeps on the train narrow. I think almost. Three or four people said that. And I'm worried about it because last week, Drita said, you know what? He's on a lot of people's shit list. Mm -hmm. And when he gets out, this is going to be tough. And especially, is she going to just tell us the story the whole time? I mean, I don't even know if we're going to even know what's going on. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see for that one. But that that's a storyline that I, I I am curious about and would like to see more. What was he in jail for? No, we don't know. <laughs> this is the thing where I do where I have. We're going to ask Kay what I'd say he's doing something illegal, you know, and getting caught. I'll look it up. What's his name? Typically, full name? typically that is what happens. Yeah. Yeah. There's an answer to your question. <laughs> oh, but what is not. his full name? Another good question. <laughs> Valid. Um, one of the things I do want to mention, like back on that topic with like Lee and um, <laughs> with like Lee and Drita, was I thought it was really funny how Ramona was telling the story to Karen. They were like, I forget where they were at, but I feel like Ramona was so dramatic about the whole thing. And like, she's like, you'll never guess. You'll never guess. This is what Kevin calls dick in the soup. Yeah. When somebody, (laughs) when somebody is like, a producer is putting their dick in the soup saying, listen, go talk about this. Yeah. And I know this because. Oh my God, soon I'll be under contract and I won't be able to talk about this. But for now, because I'm working on, everybody knows this reality type show, whatever, Uh I know that they cannot script you, but they can script scenarios and make you script yourself. So what I'm guessing is that a producer probably was like, listen, Ramona, bring up the conversation about Lee and make it come out in this like big way. Karen probably already knew. I mean, there's no way Karen, Karen's not dumb. She's not sitting there like, huh, Lee's home? Scratch, scratch. You know, so. And even if she didn't, what was funny is that she didn't, she didn't really seem to give a crap. Yeah. That's what was funny about that whole scene. But I appreciated that. I appreciated that she was like, you know what? My past with Lee is my past with Lee, mm-hmm. and I really hope him and Drita can work things out. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I don't know how Drita is cool with Karen. That's tough, dude. Like, 
when what what when somebody's that? hooking up with your hooked up with your husband. I mean, I I think it was prior, but it was a long time ago. Right, but I think it's hard. You well, know? no, Drita Drita got together with Lee after, after I know, Karen. and so Karen being cool with Drita is tough too. But you know, when you've both fucked the same guy, well, why would I mean why why would they're, yeah, they're best friends. Well, supposedly, so. no, according to Drita, her and Karen were not best friends. But according to Karen, <laughs> they were very close. They were, And they that's were how close. it works. So it's like, you know, I've never had sex with one of my best friends, people that they've had sex with, whether it was their boyfriend, husband, random one-night stand. I think it'd just be kind of weird. Yeah, I think it'd be weird, too. Like, imagine being married to somebody that your friend had fucked. Wouldn't that always be on your mind? Yeah, but it, it just sounds like, like mm. I don't know. It sounds from from what I heard from what it sounded like from the show. Like Karen had a lot of different guys that she dated. It's a small circle. Karen and Drea weren't that close of friends. It had been a while since they were dating, or Karen had even said like I'm cheating on the guy, whatever. I don't know. I don't. But think it'd it's, be like Carla and Raquel being friends. Four years down the line from now, if neither of them were with yeah, but but she wasn't married to Joe. She was or or um, she wasn't married to Lee. They just kind of casually dated. That was the sense that I got. Are they, or maybe actually no? Karen they did were say they were together for a while. Yeah, they were together for a casual seven Wait, years. Se- seven years? Yeah, I think that's what she claimed. That's what I'm saying. It's like, and I think that. There was some. There was something. Iffy there, yeah. like Drita said that they weren't really together for that amount. Of, but it's tough. But, like, but years later, when you have two kids with a guy, when the guy obviously married you, Drita, and like you said, fell hard for her. Like I don't know. I'm just saying personally. Saying, let bygones be bygones have moved on. And I get that, and I think that's great for television. Yeah. But personally, I don't know if I could be hanging out, getting drinks. I could be definitely civil, but BFF with the per- uh, somebody who's sleeping like with are, my husband. From what it looks like, it looks like they are just. Barely being civil, like just being civil. You think They're, it's because of the show? Yeah, you think if it totally. wasn't because of the show, they, they just go their separate ways? Exactly. And yeah, for sure. Contractual reasons yeah. or whatever. They're, they're just being friendly. They're not like super close friends. They're they're being friendly for the show. Fair enough, I guess. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a higher meaning there. So speaking of Karen, we got kind of we got to see a little bit of her romantic side. With Storm. That was a, okay. <laughs> First of all, it was a, kind so of a weird scene. Karen's now in the music business yeah. and she rented out the studio. That it sounds like she Storm, owns she it. She owns it and, and, Storm's, and Storm's like, you the boss, you the boss. Yeah. And she's like, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like you. And then in her direct to camera interview, she's like, I don't know. Storm was like getting a little flirty with me and I, I could see myself. This is the weirdest storyline. I did not see this coming. First of all, you don't casually hook up with somebody that you work with ends poorly. You either really like them and you date and then hopefully you evolve or you don't mess with it. This worries me. And we see next week they're going to go on a date and she's like, he's so sexy. Is he so sexy? <laughs> maybe. Really? Maybe to Karen, he's, maybe his like music is sexy. She's like, he's so flirty with me. I didn't what? get the sense. See, that's what's funny. is I didn't get the sense that he was that flirty. And what was funny to me was like, Karen Not was so forward about it. And she's like, and it, it just was funny. She's like, I'm ready to date. And I like to date. But again, she's. I want to date. And then like Storm is just sitting there. It's like, well, the dude's not reciprocating. Okay, this is what I... You're so forward, and he's sitting there. Exactly. This is what I was thinking when I was watching this. And maybe this... I need to ask... Steven, I'm going to need your opinion on this, because... But after I get what the girls think, do you think it's attractive to a guy when they hear a girl say, I'm yeah. lonely? When a girl's no. like... No, no, I'm being serious, though. Is when a girl, No, 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 I'm being serious. Because this girl, she's like... 
oh, I, I don't really have anybody here and I'm kind of lonely and I'm looking to date somebody. Like, does that mean, is that an in for a guy? Is that a notice for a guy to be like, ooh, I'm going in? Or is that like, holy shit, stay away? It, like, de- it, it just completely depends. Oh. Like, honestly, it's, it's personal preference. If, you, if it's somebody that you like, like already and then they're kind of, it's kind of like girls would leave that as a hint. Kind of. That's what I'm saying. I felt like she was using it as a hint, but I thought it was really the very pathetic. aggressive yeah. hint. It wasn't just like a hint. It was like a. It wasn't a hint. It was a like a come get me. I'm ready and waiting. It sounds like a booty call. It's like yeah. I'm lonely. Come Kinda over. Is, is, that's what it's yeah. like. But what's really An funny? Imitation. What's really funny is that with Karen, it's just like she's she's a very strong personality mm-hmm. and she's very confident and strong. And it's funny because she's playing like this little vulnerable card. Like this, like, oh, I'm lonely. Oh, da, 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 da. And she kept saying it, and he, he wasn't like, oh, let's do something yeah. about that. She's like, like, I'm lonely. He's like, uh-huh. Nah. She's like, oh, so I haven't been dating anybody, and I and I would like to. He's like, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like she has said, like, I just got two puppies, and one of them just got run over by a car. And again, whatever. dick in the soup. I'm sure producers were like, you guys need to go on a date. Yeah. Yeah. And do so something. Storm's gonna. Well, it's also attraction. Like, honestly, if if... If there's a girl who you're not attracted to and she, like, keeps trying to make really bold moves like that, guys are not going to like it. They're going to be like, yeah, okay, that's, that's cool. Pat you on the back, uh, send you on your way. Yeah, and that's I, kind of the sense that I got in this case. Like, I just, like, unfortunately, like yeah, I would have liked, I would have, like, I mean, I like Karen, so I would have liked him to be like, you know, Karen, I really, I, I'm lonely, too, and let's make. You know, through like his grills. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's make beautiful music together, Karen. You know, something like that. But I, I just, dude, yeah. I want to see artists come and and use studio time there. I think that would be great for the show if they were finding, and even if they were finding local artists who aren't big names yet, yeah. and they come in and they're making things. I think they could take Mob Wives in a whole different direction for her character line and I think it could really open things up and with music but and VH1 like, and whatever but I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, they're focusing. Love and hip hop. They yeah. already got it. And mob wives. Love, hip hop, and mob wives. <laughs> yeah. Find everything. And you're like, whoa. Lions no. and tigers and bears. Yeah. Oh, well, too much. Love, hip hop, and now bowling with Renee. Renee is out of rehab. Yeah. And, um... Okay, does she... I don't understand how nobody said this to her. Renee went to rehab and came home and was like, I love rehab. It's amazing there. I'm going to go, like, twice a year. And everybody's kind of joking around. They're like, we love rehab. Oh, my God. It sounds like you had so much fun. And, yes, there was an element of joking and kiddingness, but somebody should look at her and say, "That's you know that's not the point, right? She's like, rehab was great. It was like a blast. I was laying by the pool, and oh my god, we were just bowling and socializing. Yeah, party. Party. Everybody's like, oh my god, we should all go to rehab. I mean, I I know they're kidding, but they're not. There's a movie in that right there, honestly. I'm thinking, like, we could write something. Road trip to rehab? Yeah, like, (laughs) the the weekend weekend at rehab with Bernie's or something. (laughs) Yeah. I'm totally down. Yeah. But seriously, except for the fact that I'm not, because it's weird. (laughs) Like, one of her friends should look at her and be like, haha, that's so funny. I'm glad that you're sober now, but don't go there again. That's not the point. Yeah, but then it would make the show too serious, and she just wanted to play light of it. I mean, I, I, I see what you're, I see what you're saying, but I think, I think they were just all happy. That I think they were just all happy at this moment. And you're right; that needs to get addressed at some point, like a serious conversation of like, okay, you're home, you look great, things are great. I'm so glad you had a great time in rehab. 
All right, so where you're at. Like, I'm so glad rehab is such a party for but you. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was like that first kind of like, oh my God, yay, you're sober, blah, blah, blah. Like a happy moment. I, I would like to see later on some serious conversations with Renee. Some I guess. serious, like, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think that's the time and the place right now. Right now, I agree, just happy. but then at least show us AJ, show us something real. You know, like, and that's a good point that you brought up because I was thinking about that when I was watching it. Like, I, where's AJ in this? I'm sure they will show him, but they didn't show him his reaction to his mother coming back so it's fine to be excited and happy but i needed one real moment of but this is serious and i'm taking it seriously it just seemed to be like a joke to her which made me think going to rehab was a tv ploy and i didn't like that you know it was especially because i'm surprised that the rehab place let her bring the cameras into her sessions with her it it just seemed staged to me and Mm -hmm. weird and i've been saying that about the show a lot tonight um and maybe i'm way far off and still makes for great television, I'll say that, but I actually am starting to care about these women, Mm -hmm. and I know that she really does have a drug problem, so I hope she takes it seriously. And I hope it's not just, what will make a good episode for TV? I'm going to go to rehab. Oh my God, that was a blast. Now I'm home. I hope she really did get the peace of mind she needed, and now she can move forward and be the mother that she wants to be and be the friend she's capable of being and have a business and, and live her life and not end up, drugged out on the corner. Yeah, and I have to agree because last week we saw we saw like a very genuine moment between her and AJ when she was with the therapist and she was crying. I mean, that's when I actually was like, I had some tears. Like, oh, we both. Yeah. We were like, like yeah. um, But like when AJ was saying, you know, like this is it. Like, don't mess up. Like, yeah. you're sober. Like, that's it. Absolutely. You know? And so that was a really genuine moment between the two of them. And so... Yeah, to see this week her take so light of it, it it's yeah. You want you want you hope that 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 genuine moment we saw is still there, and then it and comes I, back, and that it comes back, and that what I hope doesn't happen is that rehab is like now done. You're great, you rehab, boom, 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 and now the focus is all on dramas with the girls, other things. I do hope that they continue to say, you know, like Renee says, I that there's some lessons learned and that she's done. Like I would like to see that, right? Um. Because you're right, it, it was more about the fun time she had at Boring. rehab and not about really her life and the difference in her life and being changed and how it's going to affect her life in the future. And I do hope that we see that. And it's not just brushed under the rug. Okay, rehab took three episodes, now we're moving on to something else. Exactly. Because exactly. it's a big deal. This is a big deal. And I, I think it's a lot of that emotion and feeling that we saw in last episode was real. So I, I want to see what happens with it. Like I said, we're caring about these women and the characters. So On a lighter note, as far as bullying goes, I totally understood the pain of these women. I am the worst bowler of yeah. all time. I need to put the bumpers up. I do need bumpers, too. And I still do the granny style also. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. Yes, no. there is. Is there? Can you just give me a little support <laughs> for a hot second here? Yeah. Nope. I, I'm not a big bowler either. I'm left-handed, and, I, and I'm, I'm confused as to what my bowling <laughs> hand is. So I, like, try different ones, and I don't go bowling enough to really, like, solidify my strong bowling hand. So it's just, like, every time I go, it's just a mess. If, if we went on a date and I granny-style bowled, would you take me on a second date, Steve? Yeah. I plead the fifth. <laughs> really? You're that hardcore of a bowler that if you went on a date with a hot chick and she's like, oh, wasn't a great bowler? You're like, no. Ooh, I'm a hot chick I'm today. Not, I'm not taking her home to mom. She can't bowl strike. You know what I mean? Come on. It was a weird activity to see them doing. Like, usually <laughs> they weird. go out for drinks and they're like, let's go bowling. I was like, oh, is this what sober fun means? Like, I hate bowling. And actually, do you know what I hate about bowling? Is I hate bowling alleys. I just hate bowling alleys. They smell. 
Okay. Yeah. So now that now that I mentioned that, <laughs> that I got that off my chest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's yes, let's move on. Um, okay. Bowling so zone. during this episode, we saw a lot more of the interaction between Big Ange and Neil. Yeah. Her husband. So what's going on there? Is he all of a sudden, he didn't want to be on TV, but now he's okay with being on TV? And then Neil's just, he. they seem to have the strangest relationship. He's very not like her. And yeah. she's very aggressive. He goes to get his hair cut. <laughs> and she's like, you look, why are you growing a beard? This looks, we- oh my God, you're hot. No, wait, that's weird. Oh, oh. You- and like dissing weird. him and complimenting him and all this stuff. And he just kind of smiles and nods. It's like Big Andrew's this massive personality. If you're going to be married to her, you better top that or at least match it he's just so no submissive. I, I disagree i disagree you think he, it needs to only work if somebody's be opposite. loud and yeah and i think it's i feel so bad nice. for him kind of no i don't feel bad for him because you love big Ange so much i love her too no if he wanted to not be there he wouldn't be there i wrote big Ange. what are you rambling about she had this so two minute thing at the hair salon. She's like, I was and I went, I, I, I couldn't understand a word she was saying. It was the weirdest Sorry thing. Sorry about like the haircut. I think literally. I think he's actually kind of. I think he's like a good looking guy. He uh, is so yeah, totally. He is. He's like a totally good looking guy. And like I did agree with her where like the gray hair made him look a little bit old, but I think it was like distinguished. And then he cooks her dinner. And that was really sweet. And she's like, you're burning down the house. <laughs> Wait, you do a better her voice than I do. Oh, well, I can't remember what she said at that moment. I don't know. I just love that Neil can just cook. And he, oh, there when you have a husband that can cook, you want him to cook. And, you know, it's just fantastic having him back in the house. I just decided I'm going to open the doors. I'm going to let him back in the house. Oh, my God. I'm getting <laughs> verklempt. I'm getting so verklempt. No, that's really what she sounds like, but even more. It's, I, I can't. You I don't can't have the deep. The yeah, right I have, now. like, the, the high, like, no, 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 no. So I'm going to practice it because I do have that deep smoke. You have I, a deep I gotta voice. i got to work on it. I'll, I'll get right. to the big it's Ange like voice. It's like two octaves, like lower. Lower. I'm <laughs> fine. Like I don't Andy. know what you're doing. I it's finally. so bad. Oh, that, that's wow. literally That's pretty good. Wait, was that, was that her? No, that was you. I, that was I, really good. I don't understand this after shows and what. The things are going on. Why Water's you- in the cups. We should have wine. <laughs> That's true. And by wine, you mean vodka. I was going to say tequila. Tequila. And why did the girls trying to talk about mob wives? They don't know like a damn thing about us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So... Oh, and okay, so moving on from Big Ange. Okay, so I hate moving on from her. I love her. I know, I love her too, but there's other people in the show. That's true. Love them all. And, um, okay, super awkward scene between Karen and Drita getting a massage and Drita's side boob. Did you notice her side boob, her big side boob? Drita's big side boob? <laughs> yeah. I just noticed how skinny she looked. She She's looks so, so small and she's laying there and her arms are so tiny and I just about her so little. I was distracted by the side boob. I didn't even notice the arms. Like the boob. It's big because there's no nothing to yeah. hide it. She's so small, <laughs> so big. I was like, that was so awkward. It was a really weird thing. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. I'm not saying that Karen and Drita can't be friends or friendly, but spa day together, and they knew they didn't think it was going to be that. But it's like they're really getting close, and then they go for drinks, and it just mm. was well, that like the other women ditched out, like like um, totally. Who Renee was supposed to go and Ramona and Ramona, and, they're and they like, go to Little Italy. Instead. <laughs> they're like yeah. 
Okay. Is this thing with the grandpa a little weird to you? That it, it seems strange. So she decides to have. Can I move on to that, or we still do we have more spa day material? No, just the spa was just weird. Just and the her, whole thing the was side strange. Boob was awkward. Okay, yeah. so we, we get to uh, we we go to the memorial thing mm-hmm. and the the celebration of the grandfather of Ramona's life, mm-hmm. and it's strange to me that no family is there, and it's just. What was it? The five women? It was just the women. It was just the women. It would- and it just seemed weird. And they they talk. Uh, they're sitting there. And then they have the... I was about to call him the rabbi because I'm a little Jew girl. <laughs> they have the priest, the priest talking. <laughs> they are not Jewish. Um, they have the priest talking. And he's like... And what was interesting to me, were they, these women were like, you know what? As much as these men are known as bad people, they are still our family. And they still are important to us. And we love them. And yeah. to us, they were good people. Well, they did. And as, as good Big Ange, family members. As Big Ann said, they didn't do anything to us. Right. And I think that's important to remember. But it was still strange and seemed kind of out of place that it wasn't right after the grandpa died that a while later they have this. What was just the anniversary? The she said it was like around Thanksgiving. It was around the anniversary. Pur- but what I thought was interesting was that her purposes of it was so that her children and her had a had a happy memory of Thanksgiving. And then they kids didn't come. There. Yeah. And that was weird. Yeah. And it just seemed strange. Yeah. And I totally understand. Some people are not that close with their grandparents. Other people are incredibly close. I know what it's like to be really, really close with one of your grandparents. And if he passed away, I, I get that it could be like a parent passing away. And, it's, yeah. and you would want to have a memorial. And a year later, you'd want to talk about it and bring it up or whatever it is. But it just seemed like there should be family there or something. Just having the four or five of those women, some of them who didn't even know him that well, maybe. It seemed, the whole thing seemed weird. And, like, it's weird to think that they would manufacture that. Right. Because it's such a personal thing. Right. That, that yeah, that you would think it'd be real. Like, real. Although I will of- say, Renee's speech was very honest. Mm-hmm. And very. I was not, like... Oh, somebody wrote this for her. She clearly wrote it. She was kind of awkward reading it, and that made me feel better about the situation. Well, and it's it kind of feeds into Renee. It feeds into her whole, like, I don't want to say it's not obsession because it's who she is, but it's, like, her whole being of, like, being a mob a mob wife, or not wife, but like being a mob girl, like the daughter of yeah. a major mob person, like that's such a huge part of her identity, and that's so much of who she is, and she holds on to that right. so much. So this kind of is like her celebrating that in some ways, or like, and she talks about like the history that she has with her um, and um, her father her being and Ramona close with and Ramona's the history and that they've been together for so long, and it's such the mentality. Like they're mob guys, they're tough, they're out popping this, doing that, or whatever. But there are that's my father, that's my grandfather, and I've got the loyalty to them no matter what. Like there's no judgment on them. It's like they're right. my dad, they're my grandfather, that's my uncle, so I love him unconditionally, and I'm just here to support him and be a good daughter or and I think that's kind of half how you have to be because otherwise yeah, it's all resentment it and is you can't be resenting your father your grandparent whatever it is if you want to be able to move on with your life and be a real it person is. so in some ways there's something really I mean in some ways there's something really nice or beautiful about that because it's like it shows just such a strong family tie like in Italy and the Italians family is so important and it's right. so close and it's nice to see that compared with some other cultures aren't so much about that but it, it can go the extreme where it's like dude this guy just killed like you know a dozen people and that that was karen's big argument like with at the beginning like talking about like when i really 
thought about what he did and the lives that he affected, it was hard on me. It was hard. Right. So it's, it's a very difficult thing that these women are, are in. Which is why this is so much like Sons of Anarchy. I got to see that show. What <laughs> channel is it on? FX. So good. Really? But I'm, I'm telling you, like, this this whole lifestyle. Do, do you ever kind of... Yeah, this is... Does that sound about mm, Yeah, it's really good. Wait, but it's this whole lifestyle that... It sounds so weird, but are you ever, like, kind of envious? Like, it's so badass it's and edgy so badass. and cool. And I'm like, I want to be badass. So, you know, I... I want to be a mob wife. I don't think I'd want to be an actual mob wife. But I think it's, like, really badass. And I think I'd like a mob wife as, like, a really good friend. But I wouldn't want to be an actual mob wife. Because these women... What about a mob daughter? No. Mob these, sister? These, these, no. I don't want to be any mob part aunt. of the family. Mob cousin. <laughs> no. I don't want to be... Mo- I might be a mob babysitter. I, I don't know. I can't, <laughs> like... It's just, like, there's so... It, there, there's so much emotion be- behind all of this. Like, it's fun to see them on their fur coat walking down, you know, Jersey Shore, looking all hot and stuff. But the reality is a Staten lot. Island. Yeah, Staten Island, wherever that. <laughs> We're not on Jersey Shore no, anymore. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, Close enough. Like, Close enough. It looked. It could have been, no. Um, no, I know. And it's fun to watch. It's fun like, to watch being it, caught up in but that. being in that, I mean, it's, it's. I mean, yeah. Renee's got a drug problem. I mean, these people have major issues. And it's like, someone like Big Ange, I think, has been through so much in her life. And it's a, it's a really nice thing to see that she's like, has such an amazing attitude about it. But I don't think that's the norm. And I think that's why we love Big Ange. Because of everything that she's dealt with in her life, she can still like, okay, show up with like a smile on I her face. I completely agree. And all these women have, have dealt with a lot and I would like to be their friend and they all seem for what they've been through somewhat level-headed except for love love is fucking insane <laughs> I like can't. I like that about her I'm so scared of her no I want you I want her as my friend I'll be. I, I don't really <laughs> usually get afraid of people love is so scary to me yeah. because she's not kidding yeah, she's, no. No. The whole thing with the butter knife or whatever that was, <laughs> like, dude, I, she stabs people and just is like, so I stabbed you. Yeah. Okay. I didn't kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? Oh, my God. And yeah. all these other women are like, love, you're kind of batshit crazy. And yeah. I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, you just got to step back for a minute. If you're going to be in this lifestyle, you have to be able to calm yourself down. Because otherwise, you'll just kill everybody. It's hard to do, though. <laughs> I can barely calm myself down. So if I raise a butter knife, you're going to stab me? I don't know if I'll stab you, but I'd be like, butter knife, like, no. <laughs> Excuse me? What, Man, what? you are so not <laughs> calm so right scary. now. Oh, my God. I'd be like, butter knife, no. Like, well, I've, got no. This, I've got the Southern California thing, too, going on, like, born and raised here. So in my own world, I would not be able to calm down from that. Like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't. It, I wouldn't be able to, like, a normal day-to-day wake up and be like, oh, like, you know, let me see. What am I going to use today to, like, shoot the guy down the street? Like, it's just, I couldn't be in that lifestyle. That's what I'm saying. Like, to a certain extent, you know, if somebody threw a punch at me, I'd throw a punch back. If somebody threw a punch at my friend, I would throw a punch back, but I'm not going to stab somebody. No, okay, no, see, that's different than what you're asking. So I would never stab, so I wouldn't, well, obviously, but like, I wouldn't react in that way, but that would affect me a lot. What so, would you affect know, you? Like, just being attacked or being, oh. being around that environment. I guess that's more what I meant. Because like, you'd go cray. I would go cray because I wouldn't be the kind of person to fight back. That's not my personality, and that's not, I couldn't actually. I'd probably run the other direction and like hail a cab and probably leave Staten Island for good. But I, 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 I couldn't be that environment would affect me a lot of ways. The fighting, These everything women have going to be on. so thick skinned. That's, that's my point. They have to like absorb that and, and, 
move on with All it. I'm saying is that love scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Like, and, you know, some of these other women you watch and they say, oh, you talk to me, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And you wonder, you're like, maybe they're talking crap or maybe they're serious. You don't know. Love, there's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. She's going to poison you. She's going to kill you. Oh, no. She's hardcore. Scary I mean, as hell. You're talking about badass. Love is badass. Love is badass. She is badass. So, um... From one badass to another, they all. <laughs> yeah, but um, we haven't actually talked about her at all yet. Is Carla and yeah. the situation going on between her and Joe? Okay, first of all, they're trying to tie Carla into the other women so bad that they have Carla and Big Ange go shopping for light Lights, bulbs. I know. Like, do you think I'm dumb? Yeah. What the hell is that? It's so weird. But anyway, a lot of people are on the fence with Carla right now. So what Carla's storyline consists of is. Carla going to meet with Raquel, who is the new girlfriend of Joe. Yes, and I want to backtrack a little bit to what, um, like you said, you kind of mentioned earlier, to what Big Ange, basically, her piece of advice was like, don't give Joe anything. That's what I'm saying. Big Ange is weird with her advice this And that week. advice, I totally agree, though. Like, don't give him anything. You think she should take full custody oh, of the kids? yes. The dude was in jail. Okay, but here's what she I didn't raised like. Him. No, no, this is what I didn't like. She says, you should take full custody of the kids, because you don't let him treat you like that. You don't let him do that to you. I, never once did she say, I want to take full custody of the kids for the kids. Yeah. She was like, for me, I need to do this. You make decisions about your kids for your kids, yeah. not for you, not because you have. If he's a good father and a shitty husband, that's different. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm but, not, they, but they usually, I'm not saying a lot he, of times they I'm not saying he is. Yes, sometimes, but sometimes they don't. And I'm not saying he is yeah. a good father. Yeah. What I'm saying is, if Big Ange is going to give her advice, Big Ange is like, take him for all he's worth. He cheated on you. What an asshole husband. You know what? You take the house and you take the kids. Mm-hmm. How about what the kids need are to be with their mother and they need you to be able to control the situation because their father's a loose cannon yeah. and you need to have all... And if they want to see their father... You should allow them to do so if he's in the right state of mind. But you can't just say, I want the kids because my pride's hurt. You know? Yeah, but that logical thinking wouldn't make for good television. <laughs> True that, baby. True that. <laughs> so, I mean, Big Ann, she, and I, I agree with what she's saying. I, I, but I, yeah, I also agree with the motivations are a little interesting because it is all about the kids. It, it um, should be, but it's not. It should be. And I think for Carla, it really is. I think she's looking at it from a perspective about the children. I think that's why she wants to give Joe something. Because in some ways, she wants to make try and make nice. Not be like have, you know, the two of them not agree and not have a good relationship. Joe was saying, it seems like she's trying to pick a fight. I thought the exact opposite. I did too. I thought the exact opposite. And then I wrote this down because I was so pissed off. Raquel goes. She's a little snot. Raquel says, you should be thankful to have someone Yo, like I wrote me. That down you too. should be thankful to have somebody like me around your kids. I wrote, I wrote, I wrote that if down too. If somebody thought that, said that to me, I would be like, fuck you. What a bitch. Like, what a bitch. Like, well, she said that to the camera, so yeah, she, she didn't say it to her. To, yeah, because Carla would have killed her. Yeah, I mean. Like, you don't say, you should be thankful to have someone like me around your children. Those are her children. They're oof. not. They're not her silverware that yeah. you're washing. Like, yeah. it, it's ridiculous. And Raquel the whole time, first of all, I thought Carla looked gorgeous at lunch. Yeah, she's looking good. And Raquel, not as much so, but she is still a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. And Joe just seems like a, 
a douche. Yeah. Like, he was like, no, honestly, I think, just trying like, to pick a fight. And Joe's trying she to was sit so there. And, and Joe's, like, sitting there kind of like, mm, I got these two women here, like, kind of fighting. He's like, pay like, for coffee. Yeah, I was like, dude, ew. I, I was pissed at him. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't happy with the whole situation. I did feel like Carla was defensive. Like, she was on edge. She was, like, kind of on Rightfully her Rightfully so. Yeah. And I think she um, I think she had every right to be. Because this is her kids. And, and in some ways, like, what Big Andrew's saying at the beginning is, like, well, if you're not going to give Joe a shot, this is what happens. You have to deal with a little, you know, cha-cha hanging around your kids. And that's, that's what happens. And that, that's kind of what Big Andrew's saying. Like, See, this is what, you know, this is what you now have to deal with as a guy wanting to get a divorce like yesterday and having this stranger amongst your kids. And like even Carla said, like, I don't want you bringing hoes to your house. Yeah. And like Raquel took it personally, but it wasn't directed like to uh, Raquel. She was saying. It was just saying in general, I don't want you bringing hoes to your house. It was almost a compliment to yeah. Raquel because she like, was like, I just wanted to make sure you weren't bringing hoes to your house. Like yeah. as in she isn't. And then later on, Carla, the storyline gets tied in with her because Dorita stands up for her. To Karen and Love. Mm-hmm. And that was weird to me too because I don't know. I just feel like they just talked about no more he said, she said. And it, once again, it's all you were talking smack. No, she was talking smack. And you're sticking up for this and da da da. Like they, what they need is they all need to sit down and be like, here's what's up. Here's my deck of cards. They need to sit down. They need to sit down. Yeah, but you know what happens when they do a sit down? Love brings out a knife and like, yeah. I know, because she's scared. Yeah, she's scary. There's no calm sit down with yes, these women. Yes, exactly. But calm actually, discussion, that it, would never happen. It makes really, really good TV. So I think that's it. I think we covered the episode of there's, unless there's anything else you want to talk about. No, no. I have a little bit of, do you have any news and gossip? I got nothing. Tell me what you got, you got nothing. All right. So there's only a few things. These women, for all the drama that they do in their lives, there's not a lot about them out there in the press. Um, there was a nice little interview. Because they're stabbing people and killing people <laughs> they're, and they're, they're trying to bury the stories. They're too busy in their own life. There was a nice um, article recently on the New York Post featuring Carla and her house and basically giving a little bit more detail of like her day-to-day life. Um, it, was, it was more of a real estate side of things, so I found this kind of interesting. Um, basically, they talked about her home and they said that her home is, is big. It's a 3,500 square foot brick colonial. With Have four- we seen it? Yeah, we've seen it, but I don't remember it being like, like you okay. know. But it's four bedrooms, three bathrooms, 14-foot ceilings in the entry hall, winding staircase. There's um, outside, she's got a big pool. It's in a nice area. So she kind of like talked about um, a few just different things about just, you know, things that we don't know about her. Um, they, asked, they asked her... Um, how crazy are the cast members? And she says, quote, I think they're all nuts and are all scorned women in so many ways. Listen, every one of us has been through a lot of tough times in our lives, but even so, that doesn't excuse their bad behavior. So those are some kind of strong words from Miss Carla in the New York Post. Um, Including also, herself. Yeah. Do you feel, this is a question, do you feel competitive about your home versus the homes of the other mob wives? I thought this was an interesting answer. No, because I own my home. Drita and I are the only ones who do. All the others rent their homes. Not that their homes aren't nice, but owning is just different. I put my heart and soul into everything I do in my home, so I'm really non-competitive. So. I thought Big Ange, the house that she lived in. Yeah, I did. That's I. I thought that was interesting. That um, is interesting. And yeah, that was that was pretty much like the most interesting things from that article. So it was kind of 
need to see inside Carla's little, you know, home. Especially because we're not seeing much of her with these women. No, we're not. But I think that's going to change And soon. so there's another piece of news for Big Ange. Give it to me. So basically Big Ange is now a supermodel alongside Victoria's Secret, Alessandro Ambrosio. So she uh, did <laughs> a big photo shoot with uh, Alessandro Ambrosio. Do she they wear a- the same size? <laughs> um, no, no. Um, I think Big Ange. That was mean. I love you, Big Ange. She's, her cup size slightly larger. Um, but so Big Ange was with uh, Alessandro Ambrosio and a Russian model named Arena Shake in a new bikini photo shoot. And um, it was a photo shoot by Bruce Weber for Carney Roadfield's biannual CR fashion book. So it was really fun. They have photos at like a Miami house party. Can you of see the scene. pictures? Yeah, I, I see the pictures here. Um, too bad we can't put them up. <laughs> Look it up. Um, but um, yeah, so there's some like, I'll, I'll show it to you. There's some really, you guys should Google it. It's actually really fun photos because Big Ange is in this like great, like old fashioned bikini. Um, and the other girls are in the old fashioned bikini, but theirs are black. So Big Ange's is red and the other two's are black. Um, and kind of like retro style. And they've got just like fun little like a Miami kind of party um, back in the 60s kind of look. Um, so yeah, it was a really fun photo shoot and she just is adding, I guess, model to her resume. Wow. So, Extensive yeah. resume now at this point. Yeah, she's in Broadway, like we said last week. She has her own reality show, Big Ange. I really actually am happy awesome. to hear that because, you know, these reality shows, they come and then they're gone and then you either make something of the platform you've made for yourself or you don't and it's important to Try to build yourself up while yeah, you're filming. It is. And I think Big Ange is such a fantastic personality. Like, she deserves to be in the spotlight. Like, yep. And she owned that salon, even though. The bar. And the bar. Oh, and- you found it. <gasps> Yay. There it is. Got her. Okay. Amazing. Don't, don't hate me Steven. right now, but she looks great. She looks great. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's kind of it. goofy, but. I mean, it's, it's hard to look good next to those two, but she's, she's definitely <laughs> working it. Jenna has a different opinion, clearly. <laughs> no, she's a beautiful woman. <laughs> woman no, I think, I, I'm just saying, like, I just love her so much in her personality. I do, yeah. too. That's why I just love her that, like, I think she always looks amazing and fantastic. So I love Big Ange. I think Who she's doesn't? awesome. Who doesn't? Yeah, so. Like, Whatever. Yeah. No. And, and those straps just aren't doing her justice. She needs to hold her, her top up. <laughs> no, honestly, I'm saying. I think they're going to fall. If she didn't have such large boobs, I think she would look a lot skinnier. She's actually, yeah. she's got a great body and yeah, a great that's figure. that's what I'm saying. Because, but her boobs are so like, big. Like her arms are pretty small. Yeah, they are. Whatever. But her boobs are so big. And that's what happens to us big titty women. It's like yeah. you, you look pregnant a lot. Yeah, it Roxy, happens. I wouldn't put you in that. Uh, My boobs aren't as big as hers? No, I'm not. Shit. Maybe one. <laughs> it's like one? my head. <laughs> maybe one. But Only one of them is? No, yeah. no, she means no, I meant one maybe. of hers as big as mine. Yeah. Yeah. One of my boobs is yeah. that big and yeah. the other. Yeah. Uh-huh. A little bit um, uneven. Yeah. So, all right. That was a joke. I have very <laughs> even breasts. They're beautiful. Are Thanks, they baby. She's my roommate. Can, she knows. can the roommate attest to the, the beauty of yes. Roxy's breasts and the, the symmetricalness of it? Symmetry? Symmetry, that's it. I'm like, what's the, the symmetricalness of my breasts. The symmetricalness. They're we very should just do a perky. whole show on them. Do you want that? Um, uh, okay. I'm going to get a so, lot of Twitter messages tonight. <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving <coughs> on to predictions. Okay. So I, don't, I, have to, I have to put a disclaimer that I don't know the predictions because my TiVo cut off before it was able. There was that thing about yeah. the butter knife that we started to see that okay. I briefly was talking about. And then 
Um, there's more of Drita standing up for Carla. There's Karen's uh, and Storm's date. And Karen's <laughs> like, so what's your favorite base? And Storm's like, what's your favorite what? Base. Oh, base. And Storm's oh. like, home base. <laughs> <laughs> and, it was, and, and Karen's like, oh. And like kind of gets pissed out. It was a weird moment. Oh. And first of all, what kind of girl asks a guy that question? And second of all, what kind of girl expects a different answer? And what kind of guy answers well, that? I thought and you just meant like yards. base, like by music. No. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I really don't know. And then. It could be interpreted so many different ways. That's true. The big news of next week's episode. Is that Ramona decides to announce her engagement to the lady. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know, and she's having that big wedding without him. Which is still the weirdest thing in the world it to me. It is It's kind of awesome. But anyway, so she decides to come clean, and a lot of the ladies have mixed opinions on the matter. Of course they do. Of course they do. They always do. have opinions. Of course they're mixed. So anyway, those, those are the only things that we saw in next week, but anything else that you think about Lee? No, I, I think that they will continue not to show him. I think it's going to yeah. be kind of one of those storyline, non-storylines, just like something else for Drita to talk about. And are we going to see Raquel next week or anymore? I hope not. Um, did I say that? <laughs> um, she's I mean, The thing is with Raquel, she just she's a little bit of a snot. Yeah. You know, because we've gotten to know and love Carla. We can't say anything bad about her because Steve tells me that I'm not allowed to say bad things about people on these TV shows anymore. No, but here's the thing. Carla's like, not Carla. Raquel is like like a a whatever side person. Like Carla, we know and love Carla. So it's hard when someone like Raquel comes in because you're automatically going to be defensive of Carla. Right. And her situation. So, and it just doesn't help Raquel's cause when she says things like, well, they should be glad that I'm there next to the and do what? Car- um, Raquel might be right. Maybe Raquel's a lovely girl and she has a great relationship with the kids. But unfortunately, we're on Carla's side. Right. Absolutely. So, of course. Because we know her better and we love her. We and- do. And, you know, it's... Yeah. So, anyway. Well, in honor of Big Ange... We saw your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the fantastic Slick. performance oh, on the yeah. Oscars. We saw your boobs. Um, that was a really good note. Oh. I'm not even kidding. I can sing. But for me? Well, I sing for you. I'll sing for you one for day. For after us? I'll sing one day. I will Whenever sing. Whenever we get Sassy Gabby back. I will sing. <laughs> oh it was my secret. My what are you going to sing, Rob? What are you going to sing? We're going to get Sassy Gabby back, and she's going to do the Jersey Turnpike again for us. And I then, actually, Jenna's an amazing dancer. She Is could she? dance for us. <gasps> Woo! I'll dance when you sing. Oh, my God. We'll oh, do yeah, a After Buzz talent, talent show. show. What will I do? I'll Show sing, us your I'll boobs. say like I can put a lot. Show us your boobs. I can put a lot <laughs> of shit in my dolly we button. Her boobs. Like a lot. We saw her boobs. We, we saw, saw your boobs. boobs. And they're equal in size. <laughs> I swear, that's actually true. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. I don't know. The fact that you're so insistent on it makes me think that's it might true. not be true. That's true. I better shut the hell up. It's like, that. seriously, like, did I mention my boobs are mean symmetrical? Remember no, that time but that they Kevin. Are. <laughs> Remember the time Kevin tried to pawn off my, he was like, if we get a hundred, oh, yeah. if each one of us, it was 500 tweets yeah. this week about, what, what, what it was hashtag, hashtag show, Roxy, Roxy's boobs, hashtag Roxy, show us your boobs, then she'll flash you guys on After Buzz. Yeah, and that didn't happen. And Is that allowed? I wouldn't have actually done it. I, yes, I would have. You know my word. Anything no. is allowed yeah, here in After Buzz. Whatever, yeah. but we didn't get to 500, no. which was the more insulting did, part. Did, yeah, that's kind of Did, did we get to five? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, my boobs are going away now. 
I'm hiding. No, Roxy has fantastic boobs. And on that anyway, note, <laughs> wait, okay, I have to do a little bragging about you because you're about to ask me where we can find me. But before you ask me where we can find oh. me, I need to know where we can find you because you have an amazing fashion line. I do have a fashion and line. And I want to hear where I can see it, oh. where I can look you up. Okay, well, I do have a fashion line and it's called Rally Babe. And you can find it online at rallybabe.com. R-A-L-L-Y-B-A-B-E.com. And it's really cute clothes, and they're glitzy, but they're also, like, you can work out, and you can play, and they're awesome. Yes, they're inspired by the world of dance and fitness, but they're for every day. So they've got the bling of the dance world, and they've got the flow of an everyday Super cute. We should make something for the show that we can all wear. Yeah, for sure. We'll we'll work on it. Yeah, we'll work on it for sure. So anyway, and on Twitter, where can we find you? (laughs) You can find me at Erica Vieira LA. And where can we find you and your fantastic symmetrical boobs, Roxy? (laughs) At Roxy Stryer. You can find me, my symmetrical boobs. I think you'll have to wait a couple years. <laughs> Maybe I'll get in the porn industry. <laughs> Struggling artist. That life. would be sad. That would be really sad. That would be really sad. Don't say that. And Don't you're not going to be here that. next week, but I'm not going to be, be here, here next week, but Roxy will be here. Join with Sassy Gabby. And then in two weeks, we're going to have a full house. Ready and back in action, baby. Woohoo! From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, bitches! Woohoo! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 